Hey guys, this is Kyle Rawson, and you're listening to the Hometown Founder Podcast, where we talk to entrepreneurs who are doing big things from small places. All right, let's do an audio check. This is me, check it, check, check, the one, two, checkers. <laughs> this is me, check it, check, check, the one, two, checkers. Wow, yeah, I'm a lot louder than you. <laughs> All right, checkity check check the checketing checkers. Check checkity check check and checkers. I think you're still louder than me. I think you're louder than me now. Uh okay, it's pretty close. It's pretty close uh, on here. All right, welcome back to the Hometown Founder Podcast. I am the best, most consistent podcaster <laughs> that I know of. It's only been two months. Has it been that long? Um, no, like a little over a month. I'm, it's my guess. What I think is funny is that like we had all these plans and schedules and like we had a production schedule for podcasting. It we just, had people lined up. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. happen. <laughs> we said it at the same time. Um, so this is our, uh, so, okay. So what happened here was this morning, Sam looked at me and he said, you know what you haven't done in a long time? And I said, what? What? And Sam said, podcast. And I was like, ah. And I feel bad when I say I'm going to do things and then I don't do it. And you said that you're going to do more podcasts. I know. And then I, I made a commitment too. So here we are. And here we are. Um. So Sam, I don't know if anybody who, well, I guess the four people that listen to the podcast are also my friends. <laughs> so they probably do know who you are. But in case somebody doesn't, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Sam. Um, I work for Darcy Media, and I love my job here. What uh, what kind of hobbies do you have, Samuel? Hobbies include um, being outdoors, anything outdoors. I'm an outdoorsy guy. Uh, rock climbing, camping, whatever it may be. Um, and I enjoy sports as well. I also, and this isn't just because I'm here, I like to market. Oh, yeah? That's a hobby. Yeah. So it's cool when you get to do your job as your hobby, or your hobby as your job. I agree, uh, kind of. Because when, when your hobby turns into your job, it, it becomes it less is fun. no longer your hobby. Yeah, right? that's fair. But because I, I agree, people ask me what my hobbies are, and I'm like, I don't know, entrepreneurship. But then again, like that's what. So I don't really have anything I do outside of work. I just work more. But I like it. It works for yeah. me. Your family is like a hobby. I feel like does that count? No, I mean, like I, I understand. I like to do things with my family, but no, I, I view I view my family as like that's the thing. So the the work. It just supports the family and like the sense of fulfillment I get from work is only important because then I can be a better father and husband because I am fulfilled kind of a thing. So when you become an entrepreneur and you become as busy as yourself and it's work and family and that's pretty much all you do, right? Yeah. What are your then hobbies? I don't really have one. Like I occasionally jump on the boosted That's and go right sad. around. Is it sad? I don't know. It's be, like since you love your job and your family so much that I guess not having a hobby isn't that sad because hobbies are like meant for 
to get away from like real life. Yeah. So like, and, what's exactly? So what's the point of a hobby? So you say it's sad. What what purpose? I said maybe. I I took it back. What, <laughs> well, I think this is this is an interesting topic to me because I don't really have hobbies, and I think all of my friends do. So what's the what's the purpose of a hobby? I think it's to be able to escape real life momentarily. So if your hobby is sports, you get away from your girlfriend or your wife or whoever else like yeah you love it but it's still something that you get away from and your job and mm-hmm. your responsibilities and I think responsibilities is a good way to put it get away from responsibilities and only just focus on having a good time and doing what you like yeah and I think it's healthy and needed you know to kind of sharpen the saw as Mr. Covey says right but like I don't I don't think that I need as much of a break from my job and my responsibilities as, as maybe the typical a person does because yeah. I enjoy what I do so much that <clears throat> and also I don't I remember who I heard say this but uh, someone gave me the the advice many years ago they said that a change is as good as a break. Mm. So, and I find that to be true. If I'm working on like a, a client project and I'm stuck and I just need a break, I, instead of actually taking a break where I do nothing, I work on Siphon or I work on or like this podcast right now, right? Like, yeah, it's still technically work or like things that could lead to positive professional outcomes, but it's something different. So right. I, I think if you're just changing the work, it could be, you could get the benefits from a hobby just by doing a different type of work. Right. <sighs> that makes sense. Anyways, with that being said, I like basketball. <laughs> I have never seen or heard you of playing basketball. Every day I come in, Kyle, oh, no. how was your day, man? Oh, good. You never once been like, oh, I played basketball last night. Because you would have told me. I play basketball like once a year. Yeah. I don't even watch basketball anymore. That's sad. March Madness last year, I watched- We uh, watched it in the office. In the office. <laughs> yeah. And usually we've got uh, like five screens going. I think we only had one. And I was, and I was like we full-blown working. I wasn't even really watching. Yeah, I'd be like, whoa, look at the And then you'd be like, what happened? What happened? You were working. Yeah. It's kind of sad. which is what you said (laughs) Um, well anyways Sam um, so for the podcast purposes ah forget the there's no purpose to this podcast so never mind there is no podcast purpose there's always a maybe there's not I don't know Honestly, the, the only reason we're doing this is because you said, hey, you haven't done a podcast in a while. I was like, you're right. Let's do a podcast. And that's the extent of the thought that went into you and me talking on these microphones. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I have a thought. I want to hear your thought. When is... So, obviously, you always want to grow. Well, some people don't. But... Like their businesses? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, when does it get to be too much? Does that make sense? Until you're the richest man in the world. Well, that's the thing is some people <laughs> some people yeah. don't want to hire, you know. So you've got more this people thing. Or- like I remember uh, my dad telling me this story. He had a uh, a, a designer working for him, uh, and then he promoted this designer because he was a really good designer to be in charge of the design team. So he's managing like seven or eight other designers. 
And he hated it because he didn't want to spend his day managing designers. He wanted to spend his day designing. So I think I think a lot of people fall into that trap of just assuming that growing their business is something that they should do. When in reality, what brings them the most fulfillment and joy from their life is running their business at its current level. And so then they end up growing their business from what, like a $250,000 a year lifestyle business into a two and a half million dollar a year business business. And they're not doing the craft anymore. They're just running a business. Right. And they don't like it. So... I, yeah, I mean, even though that's what we do professionally is grow people's businesses, I don't think that every business should grow to like that extent. But at the same time, I also believe in grow or die. Like if you're not trying to be better, offer more to your customers or whatever, then, I mean, if you're not growing, you're shrinking. So I don't, I mean, that's kind of polarizing ideologies, but. Right. I I, mean, oh, geez. Um, so like my dad, you know, uh, so yeah. my dad was an entrepreneur, started up a roofing business himself when he was like 21. Uh-huh. Um, and he's had it for 35 years, but there's points where he had like, you know, 15, 20 guys coming to the warehouse or whatever, getting the stuff and going to their jobs, but he hated it. Yeah. Like he did that and he hated it. Mm-hmm. He made so much more money mm-hmm. and his business grew a ton, but he hated it. So he went back to, you know, having yeah. a few employees, being on the job. Do you know why he hated it? Because he's a perfectionist. And so he hired people that were good, but they weren't as good as he was. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can't grow a business that well if you're an extreme perfectionist. I think there's like a fine line. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It, well, it sounds like your dad didn't want to grow a business. He wanted to be a, a roofer. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's con- contradicting because he'll come home and complain about his knees hurting every day. <laughs> like, Gail, then just work Can't from the office. Can't have your cake and eat it too, bro. Yeah. So, so I, last two years ago, uh, I was a judge in this business plan competition, and this guy had this idea to scale his, um, like, his, uh, he, he makes bicycles, like really nice high-end bikes. Yeah. Uh, and he talked about his idea for essentially just selling a whole lot more of them because he makes them individually by hand. And so I asked him if he'd uh, heard about how what Mongoose did in the 90s. You familiar with Mongoose, like yep. BMX bikes? Yep. And because what they did, what Mongoose used to be a, a, a like a brand, the brand in BMX biking, and then they sold out air quotes to Walmart. So they stopped making these really high quality, exclusive, high branded BMX bikes and started making cheap BMX bikes that they could distribute to Walmart. And then Walmart could sell them at a lower price. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, And in the world of BMXing, the people did not like that move because I mean, it'd essentially be like if, uh, if specialized all of a sudden sell, started selling at Walmart like it destroyed the brand of mongoose right but their market cap grew by like seven and a half times in the space of half of a decade like so did they care that's the thing I bet the dude that started mongoose hated it because it killed the brand but the shareholders loved it because they made a boatload of cash right and so I talked about this to the to this guy who who was pitching his idea at the competition, 
and asked him if he would ever sell out to Walmart. And he said, no, because he's he's an artisan. Like he, he takes pride in his bicycles that he makes by hand. Mm-hmm. He would never sacrifice his brand for economies of scale. He right. would rather be known as the best bicycle maker in the country and only make seven a year than to be fabulously wealthy but have his brand be synonymous with just cheap Walmart products. Right. So I think it just depends on individually what that person wants to do with their life. And I think a lot of people don't want to they don't want to grow. Makes sense. Yeah. So we remember we were talking about this when we were going to get like a jacket or something for you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nuh-uh. We went to the store up the road, and I was like, "What about this?" I don't know. Are we allowed to say like whatever we want? I don't. I, I don't know where you're going. We went with to, this. and I was like, "Look, a Columbia jacket. That's uh-huh. kind of nice." And you were like, "No, it's not. Columbia sold out." Oh yeah, out. yeah, yeah. We were going. To, uh, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed. Jacket. To... I was. Uh, what was I trying to buy? Like oh, it was, it, was, a... it was for that the yeah, show yeah, I was going to or the trip. Yeah, so I, I had to look rich. And yeah. I and I buy all my clothes from Old Navy, so I needed. Right. <laughs> I can't wear this Old Navy jacket. <laughs> yeah, and you said you I was said, like, "Hey, Columbia, get... they're kind of nice, right?" Uh-huh. And you're like, "No." Yeah, similar thing. Their brand used. To, used to be they used to have a lot more brand equity and then they started taking uh lower margin higher volume distribution plans from walmart and kmart and target and stuff like that do you think something like patagonia will ever do that not while the owners so the owners of of the north face in patagonia nah they're not going to sell out ever but when they die and their kids take the business or their employees take the because the employees own a pretty big chunk of of those businesses yeah they they, they might sell out and we'll see something similar who knows every brand uh sells out when it's cfo driven because the, the economics are there and the short-term profits are there. So right. you got to have somebody passionate about the brand to not sell out. Yeah. And not that I, I, I don't care. Like, I think selling out can be a very good idea. Just depends on what you want out of life. Makes sense. With that being said, never selling Darcy, bro. Never. Never. Worst come to worst. There won't ever be a worst. There's no such thing as a worst case scenario. Yeah. Not with Darcy. Darcy. Darcy's in the pocket always. Darcy or die. It's going to be funny 10 years from now. When I own the business? When, when it's it, you change oh. the name to Sam Media. <laughs> well, Sam, I think this was a this is a fun little ranting podcast session. What do you think? <laughs> Very useful. I think it was a really good use of uh, 15 minutes. I think so, too. What should we do next? <laughs> do you want my honest answer? Yeah. I need you to go over a few things with me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta finish two other videos, and then I can help you finish your one video. Two. You have two. I need you to go over another video as well. Okay. Little do you know. By the way, um, for the listeners, Sam just showed me some of his, uh, some of his data for some new ads he's running for so for good. a new client too, right? You new client. Up that was the first. That was the first video I had done for them. Yeah. Well, you didn't. I guess you kind of made the video. You consulted so, on the content, exactly. but essentially, Sam is just doing the paid media, uh, trying to run conversions through Facebook ads for this particular client. And I just tell them what to do. 
mm-hmm. in the videos. And he's killing it. It's it's a it's a pretty bottom funnel conversion campaign, at least the one that I saw. And your CPM was like $4.50, which is weird yeah. for a conversion campaign. And your conversions were high. What was your, your cost per click? Oh, uh, I'll have to look at it. I don't remember. I don't remember. What, was that, it was like a, a buck 40 with like a 10, 11% conversion rate or something. Something like that. It was so high, especially given the industry, which we can't talk about, but still. I'm just so good at what I Sam's do. Sam's doing a pretty good job. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Just a pretty like un- unheard of conversion rates for Facebook ads, and all I can it's pretty good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like to the ninety nine percent of other people that are doing Facebook, it's like amazing. <laughs> to Kyle, it's like yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty good, good job. Proud pretty of you. Good. Here's a cookie. The pro the problem is is our our Facebook ads are just so effective with Siphon that I compare everything to that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if the cost per click isn't like two cents, you're like, ah, yeah, it's okay. Literally, did you see uh, the uh, analytics that uh, Andrew and I were, were looking at yesterday? No, yesterday. Cost, the cost per click on on the remarketing conversion campaign that we started running a few days ago was five cents. What cost per click? And, yeah, and and there, it it's literally re- doesn't make sense. It's remarketing on ninety five percent viewers of a video. And it was still like if like, they've watched ninety five percent of the video, yeah, 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 and which is pretty narrow audience, and and right. So usually your 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 cost pers are higher the narrower the audience. Mm-hmm. Not even five cents. I was pretty excited about that. Easy, yeah. Ain't no thing for siphon, dude. Ain't no thing. Yeah. Well, Sam, I'm proud of you. Hey, thanks. You're killing it, man. That's the first time I've heard of it, and for everyone to hear it as well. Just you just, you just you, oh okay. <laughs> Got uncomfortable. I'm just kidding. Get it together, Sam. Thanks for being proud of me, Kyle. Oh, gosh. Daddy issues over here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Sam. Uh, we'll, well, Kyle. We'll, we'll end it with this. You are currently wearing Nike Janowski Max tennis shoes. I am. And I want everyone to know. The only reason that Sam is wearing <laughs> Nike Janowski Max tennis shoes is because I wore That's them first. That's so false. Dude. I wore them first. I saw them in a store and I was like, yo, these are really cool. Actually, I think I'm going to buy them. And then I was like, crap, Kyle owns a pair of these. It actually almost stopped me from buying them. I incepted you with my style. Bro, you let a 31-year-old fat okay, father of two... Who is not cool? Who wears clothes from Old Navy exclusively? Only like a quarter of what you said was true. I, You're literally wearing a not hey, Old this is, Navy. I think this is Columbia. No, it's oh, no, the Swiss. Swiss. I don't know what that is. But you're not fat. Oh come on! If any of our listeners haven't met Kyle, he's not fat. Pretty he much has a slight dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> but girls dig it now. I know, I know this one chick. Oh, she she digs it pretty good. Is dude. that your wife? She's about she's like five seven, blonde, blue oh, eyes. My wife? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Is your wife blonde? Yeah. You keep on saying that when we're in conversation, and you're like, yeah, like our wives are the same. But in my in my brain, your wife has brown hair. Does she? She not? has naturally brown hair, but she dyes it blonde, so it's blonde right now. I took your engagement photos though. Like she, she did. has, she brown had brown hair, hair right? back then. 
Now she has blonde hair. Blonde hair. Look at our wedding photos. <sighs> so much blonde effort. Okay. Her name's Jen, by the way. For all, don't for all tell the oh, yeah, that's right. Because they'll, they'll probably stalk you or her. Your mom's name is Jen, too. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's very weird. I don't like talking about it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, your mom's that you, your mom is goes by Jennifer. Yeah. And yeah. My mom hates actually going by Jen, so it works out. Have you ever. Uh, in in, uh, in a in a I don't argument know. I don't or, think I want to know otherwise. What your have is. you ever have you ever referred to your wife as Jennifer? Uh, oh yeah, like it's like when you're when you <laughs> when you're mad. <laughs> you you don't have like a full name. Like your real name is just Kyle. Uh huh. But you know, like my name is Sam, but my real name is Samuel. And so when my mom got mad at me, she goes Samuel. So uh-huh. when I get mad at Jen, I go Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> She like you've been married for like six minutes. You are you've already gotten <laughs> mad at her. <laughs> okay, we didn't date or anything, so. Well, I've I've been married for like five years, bro. Still haven't ever gotten angry with sweet Nicole. Yeah, okay. I'm married to an angel, bro. <laughs> you got nothing to say because so, you know it's true. <laughs> what is what does that make your kids? My kids? Yeah. Oh, they're little demons, man. So what does Claire, that make you? Claire's being... Oh, I'm... If I, an angel I provide, had a demon... I provide all of the bad genes. Okay. So they, the kids just got all of your genes? Well, I mean, they're... No wonder sometimes, they're not cute. Sometimes they're little sweethearts, uh, and that's when they're... Well, that's when the, the Nicole genes kicking in. Does your wife listen to your podcast? No. She doesn't listen to any podcasts. Oh. Good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet... I bet one of my friends w- will hear this, and then at, uh, at church on Sunday, they'll be like, "You might want to listen to your podcast, your your husband's podcast. He's he's just talking about how much of an angel you are." But we, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Hopefully, she doesn't make it twenty minutes in. Why? You act like I said something bad about her. I did. Oh, you said something bad. Oh, yeah, you called her. Well, I mentioned your kids. Oh yeah, no, she knows. She knows our kids are. Well, that's the thing. Crew is perfect. Like very Uh-oh. rarely does anything, anything bad. Claire is getting to this age where she's manipulative, and it works, and it's just so funny to like see her working through in her mind. Like I can totally trick Dad if I do this, <laughs> and she does it, man. She tricks you. Oh well, I mean, she attempts to, and I kind of let her. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I like to encourage that kind of behavior. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. She's going to be taking over the business one day, dude. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You think she's going to be a marketer? I I think she's just going to be a stone cold killer in the business world. She, I hope she's, so. Cause, like, she was one of those babies and still is to this day that she'll like fight tooth and nail for what she wants before she starts crying to me to get it for her. Like she'll jump on and over everything to get the treat that she wants. And then if she exhausts all of her options, only then will she like ask for help. That's good. Yeah, dude. That's like, that's CEO material. I'm hoping that'll be my kids. Yeah, because I don't want to save for college. What? Oh, well, if they're that way, then then they oh, then make they decent money, and then they can just pay for college themselves or get scholarships. Yeah, but usually you're not a CEO before you even attempt to go to college. 
Yeah, I guess Usually. that's true. Who knows with the education? Unless they take over their dad's business. Then yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Hopefully. Okay. We started wrapping it up, and then we talked about seven other things. So let's wrap it up now. Sam, parting wisdom for the four listeners of the Hometown Founder <laughs> podcast. What do you got? Hey, you can't put me on the spot. I'm not very good on the spot type okay. things. Why, why, Parting why wisdom. Don't you put me on the spot. Hey, Kyle, I'm... can you part some wisdom for our listeners? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you're right. It's kind of hard on the spot. You don't sell drills. You sell holes. <laughs> you just lo- looked at the board. That's a good idea, actually. All right. You don't sell drills. That was yours. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> I'm not as good at explaining it as you are. Especially on the spot. Okay, I'll explain it for you. Thanks. That will be your part in this. Jobs to be done theory by Clayton Christensen. People do not buy products. They hire products for what they do because that's what they want. They want the usage of said product. So when you are marketing a product, think about how it is used, not about what it is. And that is the rest of the story. What, What did John say? That's it. You got it right. That's the rest of the story. No, and now you have. That's right. The rest of the story? That's copyright, though. Oh, yeah, by by who? I don't remember. Is that? <laughs> he named something that I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I have no idea. Who I don't know either. All right. Well, signing off from Kyle Rawson. And Sam Stevenson. Here at the Darcy Media Headquarters in Rexburg, Idaho. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>